Everyone does it, but only a few get it right. I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 372, Pick the Right White. And that is hard to say. It's also hard to do. It is hard to do. But not after you listen to this episode. No, and we're talking about paints, how to pick the right color white paint. Because, you know, there's thousands of options out there, and I can see it. You can make your head spin trying to decide which one is right for your home. Yeah, and everybody struggles with this. Uh, you know, there are very few people that are just like, yep, that's right. That's, you know, that's the one to use. People have, and they just like, God, you're just dizzy because after a while, all the whites start to look alike. And if you're looking at them in the paint store, it's really hard to tell what they're going to look like in your room. And, you know, anyone who's ever lived anywhere has probably either picked or tried to pick a white paint. I, I mean, even caveman, cavewoman to caveman probably was like, hey, you know, if we paint the wall white, those cave drawings are going to pop a lot more. Like, but I just don't know what white to pick. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know that there were many options back then, but whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go with you here. Well, there's true whites, creams, <laughs> off whites. But back then there weren't. I'm thinking it was just know. like one. I don't even know that they had white, but whatever. Um, yeah, but I think the thing here is once you kind of know generally the type of white you need, I think you're more than halfway there. Because, you know, there's so many, once you kind of know about the type of white that you want, which we're going to get into in a minute, then I don't think it's so hard from there. You don't, I wouldn't be spending a lot of time. I wouldn't be spending days and days and days. Like if you know you need a creamy white, then, you know, I don't, I think then pick a creamy white. Well, yes. So if you if you can narrow your white paint need down to the category of white paint, that definitely curates the universe of white paints. Because then you say, oh, well, I, I would like to choose a paint that is in this category, right. and we will list the categories for you. And you can tell that from reading about it on the internet. You can tell that you know, visually by having a sample of it in your home and really testing it in your own room, which is really what you should be doing. But, you know, you can even by the written description, if they're saying, you know, it's a cool white or it's a creamy white or it's got this undertone, you can sort of limit it. Um, and so then you don't get all wrapped up in the color names because often they're misleading. Often they're overlapping, you know, one like cotton balls is a heck of a lot like simply white, you know, and there, and then there are other designers that come in for certain paint companies and they'll then have their own quote unquote line, but it's really the same paints, just named right. different names. Oh, that's, you know, that's just dizzying. So today, Anita, I think will just list the category of white paints for you. And then we'll talk about them individually and support it with some information and also some whites in those categories that we like. Are you ready to talk about the categories? I'm so ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think the first thing to decide is which category of white you need for your room. And for this, we're going to, I think we're going to use four. Does that sound right to you, Kelly? Yep. Okay, so four whites that we're going to uh, think about now. Uh, so the first category would be a blue-white. 
And then the second one is a true white. So the blue white's white, but it has some blue undertones. So that would be kind of a cool white. And a lot of times it maybe has a gray undertone. And then there's the true white, which you think of that doesn't, you don't really see any undertones with that. That's more maybe a crisp white, bright white. Then there's the off-white where the edge is kind of knocked off. It isn't a pure white. It's got, you know, a little, it's a little bit off. It's a little toward, a little warm. And then there's the fourth category is a cream, which has, you know, a good bit of yellow in it. It's a very creamy, buttery kind of yellow. Not yellow, excuse me. It's a buttery white. It's got a little bit of yellow in it, but it's very much a white. So those are the four categories. Blue white, true white, off-white, and cream. Uh, yeah, correct. And as Anita said, the blue white being the coolest and the cream really being the warmest as the categories go down. So yeah. Ha- so how do you know what category is right for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one because I think let's just talk about kind of some of the things that factor into what kind of white you need. And I think the first one is what is in the room. Because And what kind of a, so first off, I would say what's in the room, because if you have a lot of bright white in the room and you throw a creamy color on the walls, it's going to look dingy compared to the, the bright white. So I think you have to really be careful about using a bright white with a creamy white because the creamy white ends up looking kind of dirty or dingy when you put the two together. So I think that's the first consideration. Another consideration is kind of what kind of feeling you want to create in the room. Do you want it to kind of have a contemporary feel, which might lean more time toward the crisp white? Or do you want it to have kind of a warm cocoon kind of feel, in which case you might want to go more toward the creamy white? And then there's the lighting coming into the room. And I, you know, Kelly, you can talk to that, but there's just, uh, because morning light is not the same as evening light, is not the same as west light versus east light or north or south light. Yeah, totally agree. You have to look to your furnishings and your fixtures uh, initially. Um, Blue colors, um, maybe nickel finishes, silver finishes. Maybe you want a cooler white. Mm -hmm. Uh, Warmer golds, yellows, maybe a creamier white. Um, They'll just, it just really makes sense, really, when you think about it. When you think of a cooler white with maybe somewhat of a blue or even a violet undertone to go with the cooler colors and then a warmer, creamier to go. So that's, you know, pretty right. common sense. Yeah. But- I like the cool white with the, with the grays too, because we talked yeah. about grays. So that, sure. that's usually a good match. Um, But you know, but not to get too far into the weeds, but then if it's a warmer gray, then you could go a little warmer. So, you know, <laughs> right. but True. you know, it's not, it, I'm that's just, that's the difficulty. Yes. That's the difficulty, but we've already, successfully narrowed the categories. So you've got that down. So we, we've got those. And now you're, now you're going to say, okay, which category is right for me? And so you have to take all these things into consideration. And everybody's room is different. Obviously, everyone's furnishings and accessories are different. Everyone's lighting, whether it be from the outside coming in or what's going on in the room is different as well. And as Anita rightfully points out, it's different throughout the day. Um, so maybe you want to focus on the light coming in from the outside, from the windows, uh, in the room during the period of time that you spend the most time in the room. 
you know, so if it's a, a downstairs family room, something like that, maybe you're not always in there, you know, in the middle of the night. Uh, so, or, you know, if it's the kitchen, maybe you're mostly in there in the morning, in the afternoon. So if you have to, to choose based on how the light is affecting it, then you probably want to think about the period of time that you spend in that room predominantly and pick accordingly because the light does change the way the paint looks throughout the day. Um, And I noticed in our other home, the southern facing rooms, the paint in those rooms definitely looked much warmer than the ones on the north side of the house. Oh, for sure. And it's not just white. And it's not just white paint that's impacted. However, white paint is going to be impacted more than I would say the other colors. Mm -hmm. I think because it's got the white background. So it's going to pick up colors of the light hitting it more mm-hmm. so. I mean, that, that's that's my sense on that. I mean, especially if you think about, have you ever worn a white shirt or white shoes and then had it near some very strong color like a hot pink and then my shoes looked pink? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you have a big tree outside your window and all of that green can affect how the white appears in your room. So all these things, what's in the room, the light that's coming into the room, and really even your landscaping, if it's close enough to the windows that it's impacting it, should play into the choices that you make. You know, if your tree is a one that's deciduous and it loses all its leaves, the, the, the white paint might look different in the winter and the fall than it does in the spring and the summer. Now, obviously, that's getting really deep in there, but we want to just bring all these um, things to mind when you're choosing. And so you can and really make an educated decision. Um, I, the taking a color and just looking at it on these little swatches, you know, is also not a great idea. And as I mentioned earlier, basing your decision on the color, whether you just like the name or the name seems to suit what you're going for, don't do any of that. Definitely test it in the room. I did tell you guys a couple of episodes ago about that company. I think it's called Sampleize. And I did get a very, very large, uh, Adhesive. Oh, you, did you get yours yet? Yes, and I, oh, I can't. Fantastic. I'm going to order more. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, wow. So I got them. I got the Metropolitan Gray, and you know, I put it up in my bedroom. And truth being told, I'm not loving it in that bedroom. But I do like oh, the idea of going you know. gray. But it might not be that one. And then I'm also seeing that it's super close to the other two grays that I really like, Stonington and uh, Silver Chain. So all good to know. And you know, if I don't use that paint myself that's fine. I'm going to try it in different places in my house, but I'm going to keep that sample. I can use it again for myself, you know, someplace else, or I could use it for clients for $4.50 or whatever it turned out to be with shipping, maybe $8. So well worth it. So do that with the whites. You know, you're going to really be surprised how different a cool white will appear and and play with what's going on in your room than a creamy white and, you know, the other two categories in between as well. So you've got to test in the room. A white is just not white. Well, let's, I think you kind of talked about this, but I just, it's bears repeating. When you get your sample, which we highly, highly, highly recommend that you get some sort of paint sample, you're going to want to put it on different room, different walls in that room. And you're going to want to put it you're going to want to look at it different times of the day because it will look different on a different wall versus one wall and one time a day versus another. 
And so you might say, well, how can I ever decide? Because it's not even, it's a moving target. I can't even say this is the way it looks because it doesn't always look like what I'm looking at now. It's going to change throughout the day and based on the wall that it's on. Well, that's true, but you're going to try to think about how the room is used the most, which wall maybe you're going to be looking at the most, and just make sure that you're happy with the way it's going to look on all those walls throughout the day. Yeah, and here's something that happens oftentimes. People paint and either there's no furnishings because they're just moving in or they're planning on switching the furnishings. So if you're picking your white based on something you have now or nothing in the room, it might not be the best way to roll. Maybe you want to get your furnishings, at least your color palette that you're going to use and then choose your white. Because if you're deciding whether or not, oh, this is going to be a, uh, you know, a sort of gold undertones and a warm kind of room and then your other choice is maybe going blues, the white you choose for golds and yellows is not going to be the right white if you end up going with the blue stuff. So well, that's a good point, which is why we say choose your paint last. So if it's a situation where you're picking, okay, so let's just talk about this for a second. If it's a situation you're picking- When she says that, she's getting really serious. And that means you need to (laughs) lean in and listen and take notes. All right. Stop making fun of me. So if you're in the house- (laughs) There's a bit of wisdom coming at you. Hang on. So if you're moving to a new house, yes, you need to be checking that paint color in the new house on all the walls different times of the day. But if it does not have the furnishings in it, you want to take the sample. And I think what Kelly's, what's it called again? Sampleable, well, what is it? I think it's sampleized. Sampleized. The sampleized, I'm, I'm going to look it up. I don't want to. Sampleized, okay. The one she's wrong. talking about <laughs> is a perfect, perfect solution because you would want to put it up in the new house to see how does this look in this house. With this lighting and you know window exposure to the sun and everything, but you're going to want to take that sample home to the house you're moving out of and put it with the furnishings you're going to have. So you're going to want to see it in both homes because you're going to want to make sure that this is going to work with what is going in the room. Yes. So put it both places. Okay, I got it. It is sampleized. Sampleized, okay. And they have the cutest logo. The M is like a, a paintbrush on the bottom. Super cute. Oh, of course. Paint colors, paint color sampling simplified. Peel and stick paint samples made with real paint. So yeah, we'll put that in the show notes again. But you know, we've really got these. We got these people to uh, be a sponsor of the show. It's ridiculous. I know because about I know it's going to be like one of our things, like the beeswax or the um, argan the oil. Beeswax. Somebody else was just emailing me about that. Um, one thing I, I wanted to mention about we've saying east, west, north, south. North facing rooms are dark. I have a north facing bedroom. Mine is currently painted simply white, as in many of my rooms in my house. And you know how I feel about that paint color, you guys. I love it, but I don't really love it in my bedroom. It's fine, but this is why I'm getting peel and stick paint samples of grays and different colors because it just does not look its best. Is that a north-facing room? Yeah, north-facing room. Okay. Right. Does not, And most of my other rooms really are not north facing it's really the other than my living room which gets has so the windows are so tall it's just 
has light coming from a lot of different sources, but my bedroom really just has the windows in the front, which is the front is the north. So it's a tough type of room to paint any color, but particularly white because a white that's going to look good in another room or a different party house may not look so great there. Um, a dark room, dark being, you know, not naturally lit room, painted bright white can appear gray and and almost dirty. Mm-hmm. Well, because North the light, light is is blue and gray, right? Because it's already blue and gray, so you're going to want to counteract that. So, right. if it's a north facing room, you're going to want to warm it up with some yellow undertones. So, you're going to think more off white or cream. And if it's a south facing room, you're going to have that warm light coming. So, you might want to counterbalance that with more of a blue white or a true white right. on that side of the house. Yeah. You could do that. Um, the other thing you could do in a north-facing room is just chuck the whole white thing completely, which is what I might do, and just go dark. Uh, you oh. know, and and like we've been talking about these dark rooms that we want to do. I'm toying with just going really dark in my bedroom and just going with it. But I have also heard tale that uh, Benjamin Moore mayonnaise is very good for north-facing rooms. It's an it's a nice, warm, tending to creamy category white, uh, but so is simply white, but maybe it's not quite as creamy as mayonnaise. I've never used mayonnaise personally. I'm not crazy about the Not mayonnaise. a big condiment girl lie. myself, so I don't use the mayonnaise. But, um, you know, the simply white, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay in that room, but it's so glorious. Other places, it almost glows. I love this color so much. Um, so that's just a thought on the if you have a north-facing room that you're Uh, wanting to paint white. Can I change topics for one second just to celebrate with you? Oh, sure. We just hit 3 million downloads on decorating tips and tricks. That's pretty cool. Thank you to everybody who listens. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's 3 million downloads over the course of, uh, you know, just the short time we've existed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but it's just kind of a nice, it's it's just a nice little celebration. We kind of jump up and go, yay. And then we go, okay, now what are we going to get? What are we going to provide for listeners tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got to start We don't spend a lot of time more. celebrating. Yeah. No, we, de- we definitely did a virtual high five but we knew, when we realized that. And it is our resident statistician. So she let me know, yay, that was great. So thanks for everybody for listening because we obviously couldn't listen to ourselves three million times. So. No, no. <laughs> Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay, so let's get back into our discussion of choosing the right white paint. Um, Do we have anything else we want to talk about with respect to the types and categories and things you should consider when you're choosing? Or should we start talking about specific colors? Well, one other thing, I think. When we were talking about the lighting, we were talking about natural lighting, whether you're getting south-facing sun, north, whatever. But the other thing we really didn't talk about is what kind of lighting do you have in the room? Because as the sunlight is not consistent throughout the day, not all light bulbs are created equal. 
there's incandescent, fluorescent, halogen. There's so many different lights out there. Whereas it used to just be everyone had incandescent lighting. It's not the case now. So this incandescent or tungsten lighting tends towards the yellow. Fluorescent tends towards the green. A lot of the LED would be very blue. So you're going to want to turn your lights on uh, so that you can see what the wall color is going to look like with that lighting. And that is going to impact your wall color. Now, I'm going to say this and let the, where you're leading the horse and the horse isn't, you know, deciding which direction you're going. If when you turn the lights on, you don't like the way it looks, rather than changing the paint color that you've selected, maybe you should just change out your light bulbs. So be, be mindful of that because that will impact the color. You know, the whole light bulb thing really makes me sad. <laughs> and I think we're going to have to do a full episode on it because it's very complicated. And I don't know that everybody realizes that the light bulb options are changing dramatically. And the laws with respect to the types of light bulbs that you can use are changing. I and, heard incandescent is coming back. Well, I I didn't read that. You could Maybe, not where you that live. Is. Maybe not where no, you no, live. Maybe not where you live. No, no, it's very difficult in California. In fact, I was just ordering some exterior lights for a client, and uh, we had to go through the whole exploration of whether or not she would pass inspection if she had bulbs that were even uh, – light fixtures that would even take an incandescent bulb. Like if she was going to go completely rogue and Ugh. get incandescents on the black market and stick them in after the inspector left. So anyway, I think that's worthy of another full episode. So we can talk about whether or not that would be exciting or bright in anyone's day, hottie ha, or whether it'd be too boring to go through. But I think it's really important because as you know, lighting is crucial to having your house look good. Mm -hmm. So true. anyway, let's think about that. So okay. back to picking the right white paint. I did want to talk about trim color before we move on. So okay. any woodworking, trim, moldings, even if you've got big uh, areas of woodwork like, um, you know, beadboard or things like that. Okay. So what do you do with that? What if you want to have white walls and then you have white trim? Is that okay? I think it's really one of the best ways to go, but um, a lot of people want to see the the white against a color, but I think having white, crisp white trim that I would choose a true white for my trim, or I would go with the same white that I picked and I would do it in a semi-gloss. So there's a difference in the sheen and the finish. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds good. Yeah. I think that sounds right. So that I would count the doors as well, the interior doors. Now I know Anita's done some beautiful things with painting her doors a different color and things like that. And that's obviously an option. But today, since we're talking about white, we're going to be talking about, you know, the white on your trim as well. So um, you definitely want to pick a, if you're going to go with a crisp white, you know, you want to make sure you like the way it looks with either your cooler white or your creamier white, uh, you know, because it's going to be abutting next to it. But that will definitely give you a little pop on your trim if it's a real, almost the purest whites that you could get in the pure white category. Um, but I think you can also make that pop 
with the uh, finish. So definitely go. And people have been asking, we had a couple of questions recently. In fact, one we answered on a uh, an episode we may have just recorded is um, about what kind of finish to use on uh, woodwork and cabinetry and things like that. So I would definitely say a semi-gloss. You don't really see gloss paint so much anymore because that was more when oil was available. And right. where I am, oil is not available at all. So right. I would go with a latex semi-gloss. Well, I like satin. I like mm-hmm. satin. I like the flat on the wall and satin on the woodwork. That's what I tend to do. But mm-hmm. also it kind of depends because if you have a historic home, I think it looks very, for you especially, I think it looks very in keeping with the home to have a higher, to have the semi-gloss mm-hmm. on your trim. So uh, it kind of just depends again on what kind of look you want. And I was reading recently about uh, one designer who had, I think this was a Parisian apartment and there was a lot of detail in the moldings and, and just a lot of plaster work and everything. And they used... I want to say maybe five different white colors, white paint colors. Oh, wow. On all of that work uh, to bring out the details of different ones. Yeah. Of, of the different details. So that's kind of an interesting thing if, that you can do if you have some trim work is to paint each one just a slightly different white. Uh, it's a lot of work, though. I'm not sure I would suggest that, but it's certainly something that you could do if you wanted to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? I think that'd be great. I mean, and you know, like we're talking about the, with the north facing, like you may want to use a white, but you may want to use a completely different white than you used in the rest of your house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then you've got to label all your paint cans and make sure you know what's what. Oh my gosh. Yes. When you go to do the touch-up work, things could go awry. Ooh, yeah. And sometimes you can't tell. You have to write down what finish too, because yes. I've sometimes done that and I'm like, oh, because I have so much Simply White on my trim. Yes. And I'm like, is that the semi-gloss? And of course, it all kind of looks like semi-gloss when it's wet. You know, uh, yeah, right. Once it dries, then you realize you've like, got oh, a problem. Yeah. I know. I had what, one time uh, I had a handyman years ago helping me. And he was like, oh, yeah. And I and I touched up some of the dings, you know, because little kids and whatnot. But he used the semi-gloss on my, oh, no. on my walls. So I was like, oh, man, thanks. They're usually a little more careful than that. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so let's dive into some colors. What do you think? Okay, well, you're calling them colors, but they're all white. <laughs> well, they are colors. <laughs> they're all, well, white's not actually a color, right? I don't know. Um, well, right? Okay. Isn't black all colors and white is devoid of color, really? But what's what we call I it? I think it's supposedly the opposite, but whatever. Yeah. So, um, okay, Benjamin Moore. I'm going to have a lot of Benjamin Moores. So Benjamin Moore, white dove. That's a very nice white. It has a hint of gray, but it is soft and warm. So it's not, it's got a little hint of gray, but it's really not a cool one. I would say it's more like a off, an off white. Mm-hmm. Have well, you ever used that one? What's it called again? White Dove. No, but I've seen it a lot. It's really a beautiful white. Yeah. Uh, the choice, what I've used uh, on the exterior of my home is called Natural Choice from Sherwin-Williams. And it is a very warm white, very creamy. I felt like it was going to be outside. I didn't need, want anything too stark white that was going to show too much. It was going to look, you know, dirty really easily. So I kind of went with that warm color. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's held up well. I like that color. Now, I wonder if that's similar to the Benjamin Moore white linen, which is really a classic creamy color. I think it is close. Right. And I and, used that in my, my former house, 
all over the place. And I just felt like here I wanted something whiter white. Um, and so then I went with the Simply White. Uh, this was definitely ten white linen definitely tends more to uh, it's not, I guess, kind of yellowy almost. Oh, when you Defin- call that a creamy white? Cre- yeah, creamy, but it's definitely got a lot of cream in it. You know, it's not just a touch of cream. Um, and see, now think about that name. White linen, to me, I picture like a white linen sheet on a line, or I picture a crisp pair of white linen trousers, you know, where, you know, in, on a, a summer evening or something like mm-hmm. that. I wouldn't It's a think- nice name. It's a great name, but it isn't, does not evoke what the color is, really. Don't you think, when I think white linen, I could think crisp white linen. Oh, oh. But this is a classic, well, but the, but creamy the color, name, color. But when you see a, a, a color named linen, it usually is not a bright white. So there's that. Okay. But in my mind's eye, that's what I go to. I. Like, yes, you know, a, na- a nice navy sweater with a nice pair of crisp white linen pants, but that's not <laughs> what the color is. Uh, but here's a nice combination, white linen for the walls and then white dove for your trim. How, well, I've done that before. That's another nice. one that I've used that's an off-white that I like is alabaster, the Sherwin-Williams alabaster. I think that's a real pretty... Yeah, I've never I've never used that. Um, I'm not really a Sherman Williams girl, but I I have heard of this Sherman Williams. Well, the called- reason I use Sherman Williams paints is because here in Houston, all the painters, for whatever reason, use Sherman Williams. So whatever color I choose, they always want to buy it in Sherman Williams. So I even if I pick out a different color with a different brand, I then have to convert it to the Sherwin Williams colors. So I don't even bother looking at the other ones anymore because I, I know see. that's what they're going to want. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it really depends on where you are in the country. Like I, we can get Benjamin Moore here, but there's also a company called Dun and Edwards, which a lot of the painters like to use, and so they convert there. And that's I guess it's a smaller paint company. Obviously, Benjamin Moore and Sherman Williams are gigantic. Um, Sherman Williams Extra White, I have not used, but I do understand from reading about it. This is a true crisp, clean white which is devoid of undertones. So that's going to be in your true white category. And what's that one called again? Extra white. Extra white. Which kind of makes sense, okay? Yeah, it's going to be a true white. It's extra white. Um, So that one, if you're looking for a true white or if you're looking for uh, trim paint, that might be a good choice. Well, another one I was reading about, and again, I have not used this particular one, but Pharaoh and Ball's All White is a crisp white that I think would look great in a contemporary room. And then my fave, Benjamin Moore Simply White, warm, inviting, still crisp and true, 2016 color of the year. Now, (laughs) because you have a color of the year doesn't mean it only just came on the scene then. Simply White's been around a long time. And it's one of those whites that you hear about over and over again. So, you know, I I certainly wasn't the first You say it like you want color of the year. I know. I kind of, I'm kind of owning it. You kind of are. It was the year I moved into my house. Okay. Are you seeing anything going on there? Oh, you know, boy. any All correlation right. between that choice and me uh, painting my inside and outside that brought color? it into popularity? Clearly, they were like, "Wow, we sold so many gallons of this this year. That has to be the color of the year." Okay, do another one. Okay, I've got. Well, I wanted to talk about some with gray undertones. And the one that I like to use, 
is the Eater White. And that's got the white gray undertone. It's it's very soft. It works uh, well with the gray wall. Uh, it's it's um, so it's kind of a cool white, but it's but it's toned down. It's knocked down. It's not bright white, which is again that bright white sometimes just looks a little too uh, bright, <laughs> too white. I know, just too. I don't want to be slapped in the face in the morning with a white drawer or something. So I was so anyway, I like that a lot. And I've used it next to uh some gray tiles I have in my kitchen. And it was really a nice combination. I didn't want anything too bright white that was gonna make my tiles look dingy. So that's what I've used. Yeah, well that's a real concern, right? I mean, and we've heard you talk about you know your countertop and then your tiles and all of that and how, you know, that really all had to work together. And of course the paint has to work together too. So. Well, and that's the thing too. That is a good point. When you have a marble counter top, then you're going to want a brighter white paint next to it. But if you have the white granite, it has some browns in it. It's not white. It's really more of a brownie gray. And so you really do have to be very careful what white paint you put next to that countertop. And that was the other thing I was thinking, because I thought if I put a bright white here, my countertop, it's going to really emphasize how dark my countertop is. And that was a part of the thinking as well. Decorators white. I always kind of think of this color as that's the color that they come in and spray a, a new apartment, you know, like a fresh coat of it. It's kind of this, it's kind of bright. It's, it, it can be stark, but it's got these cool undertones that, you know, make it a little, maybe a little harsher. Um, it's, although it's very good in bright rooms and what it does is it brightens up the space. So that's, you know, really what you're trying to do when you're, giving an apartment particularly or a house that's being put on the market a real fresh coat. You know, sometimes you just want it to be look nice and white and clean. So Decorators White by Benjamin Moore is a good choice for that. Um, There's another paint company that maybe um, you haven't heard of. It's called Claire, C-L-A-R-E. So I don't know if anyone's listening has ever heard of Claire. It's the whole idea behind it is that it is a curated collection. I think there's only 55 colors in the whole thing. And I'm not really sure from reading about them whether they make their own paint or whether it's sort of like they've curated the colors and the the, the formulations are very similar to, you know, maybe what you could find in Sherman Williams or Benjamin Moore. I'm not sure. But again, it's it's a way to limit your choices curate the universe. They say things on their about page like, who really needs 50 shades of gray? You know, and who really needs, you know, 50 shades of beige and these sorts of things. Um, so I think if there were only 50, it wouldn't be a problem, but there's just hundreds and hundreds and thousands. There's like thousands and thousands. But anyway, it, it could be, I've never used Claire paint, so I don't know about the quality, but it's you know, a concept you might want to check out. And they have a color called Whipped, which I read about, and that's supposed to be a really nice warm white, soft and delicate, and also nice for north-facing rooms. So in addition to the Benjamin Moore mayonnaise, you might want to check out Whipped by Claire. And one more I've got 
is Chantilly Lace by Benjamin Moore, which is a nice uh, off-white. I have not used this particular paint, but it looked, I saw it used several places online and it was, it was a lovely color. And I have one more, Benjamin Moore Paper White. It's an off-white with a little gray. Um, it would look really great with maybe some hints of violet and things like that. So I was kind of thinking about you, Anita. Have you ever tried that one, Paper White? No, I haven't. Yeah, so they're saying it looks really nice with blues or, you know, if you decorate with like little hints of violet or lavender. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Do you have any whites that you've um, had experiences with that were negative? (laughs) Um, Otherwise, do you have any whites you hate? No, I wouldn't say there's any that I hate. Are there any that you hate? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Do spill. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, boy. But me, personally, go. I hate Swiss coffee. Okay. And I'm not a fan of atrium white. I think it's really got too much pink. And the antique white, too much peach. Well, yeah, I was going to say, if something has a peach undertone, I'm not a fan of peach. So anything that looks anything remotely like peach, I'm not going to like. So... Yeah, that doesn't sound like my kind of thing. So you never went through a peach and sage stage? That was very popular for a while. Um, I once I had a peach I, and sage room. I think I was in um, I think maybe I had the last year of high school. Peach fabric at some point. But, you know, I don't think – I wasn't that into it, though. Yeah. Oh, I was really into it. I remember I got, uh, I got a new – dresser it was from conrad's remember when conrad's came to america from the uk and it was such a big deal yeah it was a it was a big deal and i got a really cool chair from there and it was all sort of peach and i had a big print of like orange and peach tiger lilies i liked it Interesting. <laughs> i don't like it anymore but i liked it then <laughs> no. that was then now. this is now yes so speaking of like do you have a crush today i do do. Uh, I had just gotten this for Evie. She is now working in a school. She's working on getting her alternative teacher certification. So she's very excited about doing that. And so she needed something to put her lunch in to take to uh, school every day. And I got her a Kate Spade, of course, you know, we love Kate Spade, insulated tote bag, and it's the one with the pink on it. I'll include a link. You can get it on Amazon or you can get it directly from Kate Spade. Uh, but she uses that every day and she just loves it. And, you know, the the little, the zippers, just gold, not real gold, but, you know, just very nice and shiny and pretty. And, and it's just a pretty, it's not uh, your your traditional looking lunch tote. It Everyone thinks it's a makeup bag, so. I was going to say, she must be the envy of the teacher's lounge. Well, I think it's been quite. Wow. Now they do have other, they do have other styles too that are pretty in other colors, but this is the one that I got her that, because she's a pink girl. I got some of those too. Yeah. Uh, So what is your crush? My crush today is um, a musician who I really like, and I kind of forgot how much I liked her. Uh, I've, First found her, oh my gosh, Ava was a baby. I remember dancing to her, just like holding Ava and dancing around our apartment. And I loved her music. And then I just kind of forgot about it. You know, I stopped listening to my CDs and I, you know, you have to think to ask Alexa to play certain things. And she doesn't, she's not one of those musicians that sort of pops up on the radio for you. Um, Her name is Stacey Kent and she's an American jazz singer 
Um, she Sometimes she even sings in French. She does a lot of the standards, but then she has her own songs as well. She's just got this really wonderful, it's it's kind of sprightly and almost whimsical kind of tone to her voice, but she's so talented. I mean, she's got a beautiful, beautiful voice. I, I think I think our listeners might really enjoy her. And if you are in London, and I know that our pal Everly Four, and who I also have come to know on Instagram, we're now pals on Instagram. She lives in England and we have other listeners in England. If anybody's can get into London, I think it's the 25th of September. She's playing at Ronnie Scott's in Soho, like one of the coolest jazz spots in in the world. So you nice. might want to check her out there, but definitely check her out. Ask Alexa to play Stacey Kent. She's got a bunch of great albums. I was introduced to her with her CD called Let let yourself go. And that was probably back in, I don't know, 2001, but she's got a lot of great stuff. Um, so give her a listen. Oh, that sounds exciting. I'm going to check her out. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll like her too. Yeah. And if anybody's listened, I, I had recommended sort of, you know, that pink martini radio in the past and stuff. So if you kind of like that, I think you really like Stacey Kent as well. Um, as far as our listener question today, I just thought this was so wonderful and just such an example of the community that we have all built together, not just Anita and I building it. We built it with all of you uh, listening and emailing and joining into the conversation with us. So I love this, that we got an email from Cindy W., who had a tip for Lori H., whose sunroom and sunroom windows we addressed a couple of episodes ago. So... If you had listened to a previous episode where we talked about Lori's question, she had a created a sunroom from what was an exposed porch, right, Indian? And so she enclosed it mm-hmm. in. Yes. And so then inside the now enclosed sunroom were the exterior windows that were formerly out, you know, outside of her house. Right. And the old exterior the wall is now an interior wall. Correct, which had two windows in it, one a single and I think one a double. So Cindy listened to that and she just wanted to um, pass along something that her parents did in a very similar situation. They swapped out the windows for mirrors and so created a, a, a so framed mirror with inside the window frame. So now I think that would, you know, obviously maybe block the light from getting into the other rooms, but it's kind of a really interesting way to treat that problem. So Lori, everybody's thinking about your sunroom. <laughs> so thank you, Cindy, for chiming in and yes. sharing that with us. And Cindy also said, that, blah, blah, blah. I love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So many kind things about the podcast and how much she enjoys it, but also two life-changing tips, the argon oil, and the uh, the OG, the original beeswax. Yes, thanks, Cindy. And thanks so much. What a great idea. And Lori, I too have been thinking about your dilemma. <laughs> I'm up all night. <laughs> well, I was watching a video from Quintessence, and you know that video channel on YouTube. Right. And they were in another Parisian apartment, and there was, I think, an interior room that was too dark. So what they did was cut a hole in the wall so that some light from 
another room, the light could get through to the darker room. So they basically created on purpose the same problem. You have a window on an interior wall. But what they did that was very fascinating was framed it with a mirror frame. And so when you looked at it, you thought it was a mirror, but it wasn't. And so it was interesting. They were doing the tour and she said, I'm looking at your mirror here, but I don't see myself. And he said, well, that's because it's not a mirror or you're a vampire, one or the other. But <laughs> now was, we know it, the host I, is a vampire. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it is. Uh, so that's an option, too. So you can just kind of make it look like a mirror without even changing out the the glass. I love that idea, too. So both involved mirrors. One was actually putting a mirror in. One was just framing it out to appear like a mirror. But it was so interesting when I told uh, Anita, hey, we're going to talk about Cindy ringing in on Lori. And she was like, oh, and I watched this. And so I'm going to tell you about that. So isn't it all nice? Yeah, we're all helping each other. It's so fun. So hopefully uh, you got a lot of great information today about picking the right white paint. And uh, if you have any questions about that, certainly email us. If you um, have any whites that you love that you want to add to the conversation, send us that information as well and we can pass it along. So thanks so much for listening. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space. We are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.